0: Back in your life, like we never left. We are officially back. Welcome into a special edition of Division Two Sports Radio. As always, I am your host, Blake Sorrell. Joining me today is one of our most valued listeners, diehard MLB fan, Alec Cliphouse. Clip, how are we doing?
1: Uh doing good, Blake. Thanks for having me on. It's a, it's a great time of the year. Got postseason baseball and the start of NFL.
0: Nothing better. You're exactly right. This is a great time to be alive, my friend. I want to start off though, because it might not be the best time to be alive for you. You are a diehard Philadelphia Phillies fan. They had a tough close to the season, and I just wanted to check on you. Are you doing okay?
1: Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling through it, but uh, yeah. I mean, we put ourselves in a position to to take to the division, and uh, came into Atlanta and got smacked around a little bit. So not too happy with the end of the season but it's it's the Phillies and what do you expect really honestly at this point
0: so let me ask you this what are your biggest needs this offseason if you're Joe Girardi and the Phillies
1: front office what do you need aside from a closer I mean you know really we we had some great production at that we weren't expecting in the starting position this year obviously um, Wheeler and Nola did did good especially Wheeler he had just an unbelievable year but we had some other starters step up and, uh, you know, once again, the bullpen was the issue. I think, uh, I think we looked at, we were talking about the last uh, series against the Braves, like the Phillies had the most blown saves again in baseball for like the third year in a row. And I just don't see how management can look at that and uh, think we're going to get into the playoffs with that being our issue for the third year in a row now.
0: Well, it seems like Hector Neris is obviously not the guy. So you know, I think that the Phillies' best bet would be to go after a closer. you got to have a guy that's going to be able to come in there and be a staple of your bullpen. Hector Neris is obviously not that guy. Um, so I do think the Phillies have a lot to build on. Do you think Joe Girardi is
1: in the team's future? I would say yes. I, I, I think he uh, – I mean, we got rid of Kepler so quick, and then he goes on and does this with the, uh, the Giants, and you're just like, you know, what's going on? I, I don't see them getting rid of Girardi right away. Uh, but I do see this next season some serious moves being made. I mean, the, the back end of our bullpen has to get better. Alvarado and um, Hector Naris just they're not cutting it for, you know, the second and third year in a row now.
0: As a Braves fan, I'd be okay with seeing Alvarado and Hector Neris back out there in the ninth inning anytime. So uh, let's, uh, let's move on, though. Let's talk a little bit about these actual playoff teams, right? Let's talk the dance. So last right. night the New York Yankees were defeated by the Boston Red Sox. Clip, I know you're high on the Red Sox ball club. Tell me what makes you a buyer and not a seller of Alex Cora's team.
1: You know, I, I just, I was impressed with obviously how they ended the season. They went in and they beat some really good teams, put themselves in a position to make the wildcard game. And then, uh, you know, anytime the Red Sox are in the playoffs, they're dangerous. You look back to the 2018 season, uh, that was arguably one of the most dominant um, postseason runs a team's ever made. Um, and I just, I don't know. I mean, even with some guys down, J.D. Martinez, who knows what's going on, but I, I'm i just, I'm really high on the Red Sox right now. I, I think they're, they're built for to make a playoff run. They're built for these uh, five game series. And that's what makes Alex Cora such
0: a good manager to me is, you know, he spent a year away. He comes back immediately. And this team's right back where they were. So do you think that this, this goes to the players and the front office for putting the team together and, you know, making it all work or is this just the Alex Cora effect?
1: I think it's a, it's a little combination of both. I mean, you know, they went out and got some players at the deadline. Schwarber came up big. Um, Verdugo's had a good season. I mean, um, Bogarts came up big last night, but you know, even with getting rid of Mookie and losing some pieces from that, uh, that key 2018 world series team, they've, they've managed to, to get it done in arguably one of the toughest divisions in baseball.
0: So the Yankees, they made some moves for Anthony Rizzo and Joey Gallo at the trade deadline, and they didn't meet their biggest need head on, which was obviously pitching. Uh, Garrett Cole is a staple of that team. Last night, he pitched four innings, three earned runs. Not sure why Aaron Boone was so adamant on pulling him out. They did end up getting out of that inning. But what do you think is the biggest issue with this Yankees ball club?
1: Yeah, it's got to be consistent starting pitching. I mean, it's obvious that the Yankees are going to slug their way around, and they're going to continue to to make wild card games and make you know make it potentially win their division just solely off of playing in a tiny ballpark and having these monsters mash the ball around. But you know, even if they were to make a uh, even if they were to make it to the uh, ALDS, I, I just don't see them beating the Rays with their pitching. It, it, it's too much of a it's too much of a liability.
0: So I do agree with you. And I think that the biggest takeaway for me from this season, after the moves that they did make at the deadline, Aaron Boone's got to go. That guy sucks. He's not a good manager. He needs to get out of the big apple. If I'm, if I am the Yankees, I'm hoping that the angels find a way to fire Joe Madden. And I bring in Joe Madden to the Yankees personally. Um, I don't know the likelihood of that happening. I'm kind of just speculating spitballing a little bit here, but I think that Aaron Boone is one of the most overrated managers in the game of baseball. Um, I think it's time for him to move on, and I think the Yankees would be better off
1: without him at the helm. I would, yeah, hundred percent agree. And and you know that you know going out in the wild card round or even in previous years not making the playoffs that that doesn't fly up there and uh, up there in the Bronx. It, it it's going to definitely change. And
0: I want to shift gears though. I do want to talk a little bit about this NL wild card that's going on tonight. There's some big news. Okay. Max Muncy's not playing. Max Muncy is an MVP candidate and he's been the Dodgers most consistent fielder aside from Trey Turner, who was acquired at the deadline. So I do want to ask you, what do you think is likely to happen tonight with this game? And do you think that the Cardinals can stay hot?
1: You know, I, I was honest, I'm more, I was more confident in the Boston New York game than this one, just because, you never know in these one 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 game series obviously the dodgers are built for the playoffs they're built to play a five and seven game series they're the deepest team in baseball arguably other than the giants and um you know that's that's how they're meant to that's how their roster is built one through nine they have guys that can go in there the turners both turners mookie bellinger all these guys are in ready to go but i mean the The uh, St. Louis Cardinals have been so hot. You just never know in these one game series that you have to give, you kind of have to give the advantage to the Cardinals coming in as hot as they were. And that's my thing is
0: I I just, I I like the hot teams this time of year, especially from a gambling perspective. I think that if you're smart, you throw some money on this Cardinals team tonight at about plus 200. If you don't win, you take your loss, but you got to bet the hot hand right now. Um, Adam Wainwright has played out of his mind. He's done everything that they've asked of him. I think the guy's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Personally, career 3.35 ERA. He's he's got over 180 wins. The guy is outstanding. You got Max Scherzer on the mound for the Dodgers, so it's going to be a very very interesting game. I do see this game being low scoring. I love that the the Cardinals have put together such a solid young outfield with guys like Dylan Carlson and Tyler O'Neill. I think that this team is you know they're built for something special. I just don't know if it's this year. But I will say if the Dodgers lose this game, I think it's Cardinals Braves in the NLCS. Don't want to get too far ahead. Wow. We'll get to our picks. Wow. But, wow. Um, let, let's, let's talk a little bit more about these matchups and just a couple of the storylines because the storylines are limitless this playoff.
1: Mm, so sure. on the
0: AL side, you got the defending AL champion, Tampa Bay Rays, back like they never left. Even without Tyler Glass now, with the departure of Blake Snell and Charlie Morton, the Rays haven't let up all year. You got Tony La Russa back in the postseason with a prolific pitching staff with the Chicago White Sox. You got everyone's favorite team to hate with the Astros and then the Red Sox um, by former manager, who's now their current manager again, Alex Cora back in the postseason with a healthy Chris Sale. So what AL matchup interests
1: you the most of the two going into this postseason? You know, I got to say it's the it's the White Sox and um, the Astros, just mainly because they haven't been broadcasted enough this year. You don't hear much about them. They're kind of sliding under the rug. And, you know, Houston, for some reason, even with all the cheating allegations, seems to be just sliding under the rug. They just somehow got into the playoffs and again, won their division. And look, look who's back in the playoffs. And I think that's good for them. They're, uh, you know, they're big three or even big four now between Correa, Altuve, Bregman and and Brantley. They have so much of these just playoff experience games underneath their belt. that I think I got to give them the edge against the White Sox, even with the White Sox pitching has just been unbelievable this year, but there's something about Houston and the way they play in the playoffs. And, you know, they got, they're playing, they got nothing to lose. No one's talking about Houston right now. Everybody's big on this Tampa Boston series. And obviously the giants and the Dodgers I think Houston has slid into a nice position where they can just go in and play their game. Like they've done all year long. And, and, you know, you're going to see them in another ALCS.
0: I agree with you completely, and I think that the Astros are a team team to beat uh, in that AL right now. I think that Dusty Baker's ball club is playing so well, and they haven't stopped all year. Jose Altuve is right back where he was two years ago. A little bit of an off year last year, but the guy's playing out of his mind again. Obviously, the the trash can tap in and the cheating and all that stuff doesn't really affect him. So. It's been great to see. I'm not a big Astros hater, to be honest. I do think it's funny seeing the people, you know, that are so up in arms about this team. And I do think there should have been more severe punishment, but I think that this Astros team is going to sweep this White Sox team. Um, I, I'm not For sure. I'm not going to sit here and, and, and sugarcoat it. The White Sox are a good team. The Astros are a great team. Uh, I think that this Astros ball club is going to make easy work of the White Sox and they'll see the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, I think that the Rays ball club, to me right now, they should be the favorite and they are for obvious reasons, but I don't know, man. I just, I have a feeling that you're going to see a seven game series between the Astros and the Tampa Bay Rays to win the AL. Um, And I'm all for that because I think that those are the two best teams in the AL. And I think baseball is going to have I mean, great reviews and ratings from a TV perspective. If that series happens, everyone hates the Astros. The the Rays are almost like America's team in the AL, to be honest. They Mm -hmm. don't do anything to anyone and they're, they're so consistent. So I'm excited to see what happens from the AL side. I think that you're going to watch out for the Rays and Astros. And I think that that's probably going to be the best series of the playoffs if we do in fact get it. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled to that. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about the NL because obviously we're NL guys, you with the Phillies, myself with the Braves. So you got the Brewers facing off with the Braves. Uh, The Brewers are going to be led by Corbin Burns, who is an NL Cy Young candidate and very well could be the front runner, um, along with their pitching staff with Woodruff and Freddie Peralta. You also have the St. Louis Cardinals, who we've mentioned, I mean, a ton over the last few weeks between the two of us. They've slid under the radar and against all odds. They made the postseason with a 1% chance. And you got the defending champ, Dodgers. And then arguably the story of the season, Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants. So I'm all in on the NL side this year. I think it's very exciting. And I think that there's a high likelihood that the Cardinals could beat this Dodgers team tonight. And I think that shakes everything up in the NL side. Um, I think it's going to be worth paying attention to, and my eyes are going to be peeled at 8, 10 p.m. tonight for that first pitch. Um, oh, yeah. Out of those out of those games, assuming it's either the Dodgers or the Cardinals that are going to face off against the Giants, what series interests you the most?
1: You know, I got to say it's, it would be if the Dodgers won tonight and played uh, San Francisco, I think, for ratings and for, you know, baseball, the game in general, the two best teams playing each other in the NLDS would be, would be amazing. I enjoyed watching those games all year long, and they were close. I think the series between the teams is ten, was at ten, 10 wins to the Giants and nine wins to the uh, Dodgers. So they've been super close all year, and you know both teams are just uh, you know, they're stacked. They really are. No one saw this coming from San Francisco. Every I remember in the beginning of the season, we were talking about you know when is San Francisco going to slow down? There's no way this is going to last, and and somehow it has. So I you know I would say that that matchup would be just obviously awesome for baseball but then as well you know the Braves and the Brewers are it's going to be an interesting matchup as well uh, the, the Braves pitching has been unreal lately going up against a, a scout starting pitching staff for uh, Milwaukee and then obviously Milwaukee strong suit in the bullpen with Hayter and Devin Williams now probably out for the rest of the playoffs it's it, it could be interesting um, if Atlanta can stay hot and you know free can continue to throw like he does up against Burns in the first game, you know, anything can happen in that series. But for right now, I'd say it's def- I would definitely go with uh, San Fran and LA in that NLDS. And then who knows what could happen from there. I'm not trying to
0: sit here and act like I don't have respect for the San Francisco Giants, but I do got to say, man, I just feel like the luck's going to run out. And if they got to face the Dodgers or the Cardinals, mm-hmm. I just don't see that going the way of the San Francisco Giants. I think it's too tough. I, I just, I, I think the Dodgers are too loaded. Like you said, they're built for a five to seven game series. And then you look on the other side at the Cardinals, that team is loaded down with great hitters, great fielders, and great pitching for the most part. I, I don't know, man. I think that the the giants are going to have a tough matchup with either one of those teams. Um, I'm going to ride with the winner of tonight's game winning against the giants in five mm-hmm. games. Um, I, I do think we're going to have a competitive series, but for me, Obviously I'm a Braves fan, so I'm I'm drifting to the Braves Brewers. This this Brewers team, they're very interesting because you don't have a true stud hitter in your lineup because Christian Yelich's fall-off has actually been, I mean, pretty notable. Yeah, he's been struggling. He's not the same guy. Um, you have Luis Urias, you have um, you know, Colton Wong, you got uh Omar Tavares, Daniel Vogelbach, William Dames, and Jackie Bradley Jr. None of those guys' names jump off the page to me. Yeah, um, and you haven't heard about them all year long. Exactly, because they haven't done anything. The The leading hitter on the Brewers is Luis Urias, and he has 122 hits on the season. Now, that's a productive season, right? And I'm all for Luis Urias, and I like this lineup. I do think that they're a decent lineup, but the Braves, they have four guys, four, with more hits than the Brewers' leading hitter.
1: Yeah, and, Freeman, and they mash the ball.
0: Freddie Freeman, Ozzie Albies, Dansby Swanson, and Austin Riley all have over 146 hits on the year.
1: Yep, That's, 100%. that's
0: astronomical. That's, that's huge. And to me, I think you got to look at this Braves lineup, and I, I think you disregard pitching – as important as it is in the postseason, and you just got to look lineup for lineup here in this series. I think that the Braves sweep the Brewers. Truly. Yep. I truly believe that the Braves sweep the Brewers. I think there's too much to overcome on that Brewers side. And you chose the wrong time for this Braves pitching staff to get as hot as they are right now. Max Freed, if he was playing like this all year, he'd win the Cy Young. Ian Anderson back healthy, back being a threat. And then Charlie Morton who's been nothing but excellent since he's made the move over to Atlanta. So the big question mark for this Atlanta ball club is going to be that bullpen and the bullpen on the other on the other side with the brewers is much more consistent and I'll give them the nod there, but I liked what I saw from this Braves bullpen to close the season. I thought Tyler Matzik looked excellent. I thought that Richard Rodriguez, the, the, the guy they traded for at the deadline from Pittsburgh, I thought that he looked a little suspect to end the year. I still think he makes the roster. And to be honest with you, Will Smith impressed me to finish the season. I know he had a couple of close calls, but he got the save, and that's all that matters. I, I'm all in on this Braves team. They've overcame so much adversity this year, and I think that they're only getting started. So going to keep a close eye on that. But let's discuss our World Series prediction. So I'll start with you. On the AL side, who are you riding with, and why?
1: On the AL, I, I'm going to have to go with Tampa Bay. Um, I, I see the ALCS being Tampa Bay and Houston. I, I think you do as well. But uh, I think Tampa Bay—they're—they're they're just built so they're built so well, top to bottom. They—they they have hitters that hit for average, hit for power. They get on base. Their bullpen's good. Their starting pitching's good. that There's not a weak spot on this Tampa Bay team. And You know, in the postseason when you're getting pressured by every guy coming out of the bullpen throwing 99 to 101, I mean, it it gets on you, and it can be a grueling five-game series where you don't see a pitch underneath 97 miles an hour. So I think Tampa Bay is going to take over Houston and uh, get right back to that World Series. And I agree
0: with you, and I do think that that series is going to be incredible, like I mentioned earlier. I think that you have so much playoff experience on both sides of the ball the difference maker to me with this Rays team is going to end up being Kevin Cash and the fact that he's been there and he knows that he took a lot of heat last year. He took a lot of heat, man, oh, yeah. um, for that World Series. And I'll tell you, Kevin Cash, he's a bad man. He's a bad man. He knows what he's doing out there. And I'm riding with Kevin Cash. I think the management of the Rays is so much better than than the Astros. I think that's that Dusty baseball. Baker, Dusty Baker is just... He's just kind of there at this point. Like it's it's you know nothing against Dusty. He's a great manager. He's got a long tenured history in baseball. He's one of the most well-known faces in baseball at this point in time. Great friend of Henry Aaron and you know I don't have anything bad to say about him, but this this is not this is not a a close call to me when it comes to the advantage with management. Kevin Cash is so good at what he does and I think that people need to start recognizing that and give him a little bit more credit. Um now let's talk a little NL. Um, I've already made it clear with who I'm going with in the NL, but I'd like to hear your prediction. Who are you going with in the NL and why?
1: Yeah. So, I mean, it really pe- depends on tonight. If if I think if LA wins tonight, they make it to the world series. I think they have a hard fought series with the giants, but they get there. And um, I think that's the same with a lot of people. A lot of think just LA, if they get in, they're built for it. They're going to go back to a world series. So I'm going to take L- uh, LA on that side. And then. Like you, I, I think I'm going to go with the Braves over the Brewers. And uh, for that NLCS, I just unfortunately don't see the Braves uh, taking down the Dodgers. I think the Dodgers have too much star power, and it's going to get to the Braves without Acuna. And uh, the, the, the the pressure from the bullpen might get to them a little bit with those sluggers on that Dodgers team. So I'm going to go with a Tampa Bay Dodgers World Series.
0: I like it. I like it a lot. I think that's fair. The two favorites in both divisions. I think that that, you know, should be the case. I think that the giants may have a little bit of a, uh, may have a little bit of an advantage over, over the, uh, over the Dodgers in terms of Vegas betting odds. But to me, this is an easy choice. If the Dodgers lose tonight, which I do expect them to, I think that this one game series is going to be too much to handle. I think that MLB is probably going to have to change the way that the rules are formatted because of it, but to me, I like the Atlanta Braves, and I like them to play. I like them to play the Cardinals. I like Braves and Cardinals in the NLCS, and I think it goes all seven games. Give me the Braves this time. Um, I think that this team overcame adversity all year. Um, they they haven't let off the gas since they made those trades. When they when they traded for Jock Peterson, to me it was. It was a sign that Alex Anthopoulos knew he needed to do something, Um, and he did. He did everything he needed to do. He acquired Adam Duvall. He acquired Jorge Soler, Eddie Rosario, Richard Rodriguez, on top of Jock Peterson. So you lose Ozuna. You lose Acuna. You lose Soroka. You lose Darnold for the majority of the season. What do you do? How do you react? You go and you replace those guys, and you make sure that you're able to compete. You were able to compete, and now you have guys like Travis Darnold back in your lineup healthy. You have Ian Anderson, who was battling injuries throughout the season, back healthy. Max Free, 100% healthy and playing the best baseball we may have ever seen him play. So give me the Braves. I think that this lineup is too good. It might be the best infield in baseball, if you know, that's even a question. Um, from first to third, they're so loaded. And on the other side with this Cardinals team, I love the youth. I think that the youth of the team is so important. I think that the inexperience resembles the Braves from a few years ago. And I just think that, you know, you got to roll with the hot hands. And not that the Dodgers and Giants weren't hot to finish the year, but there's something special about this Braves and Cardinals team. And I think that that matchup is going to be incredible um, if we're fortunate enough to get it. Uh, As a Dodgers hater, uh, I will say I hope that they lose by 20 runs tonight. I cannot stand those bastards. but. Uh, you know, we will see. I'll be rooting for the Cardinals, and I'm excited for that game tonight at 8:10, first pitch. Um, Clip, uh, do you have any final remarks for us?
1: Uh, not much, man. That was a that was a good little rundown there. Um, the, I was going to say the Braves do have a little bad blood with the uh, with the Cardinals from that last postseason run where they put up 11 in the first inning without recording an out or whatever it was. So that would be an awesome matchup to see as well in the NLCS. But We'll see, man. It's it's uh, it's going to be a great little postseason here. I'm excited to watch these games.
0: Yeah. Well, we are fortunate enough to not have to worry about Mike Fultonavich getting sent out for the final game of a series and the playoffs, which is very comforting. So, uh, as you said, it's going to be a damn good time uh, and we want to hear from you all out there. Who are you? Ta- who are you taking to win the World Series? Follow us on Instagram at division underscore two sports and let us know. Uh, Also, we're very proud to announce the first episode of our new MMA podcast, Necessary Violence, hosted by myself and MMA flyweight professional fighter Justin James. Episode one will be out on Friday, and we'll talk to one of the most violent men on the planet, soulless Chris Moutinho. Moutinho came in on short notice against Sugar Sean O'Malley at UFC 264 in July, absorbed over 200 punches. This guy's a freak. Be sure to follow us on Instagram as well at necessary.violence. Again, that's at necessary.violence and be sure to spread the word. It is super necessary. Clip, I want to thank you for joining me today and I want to thank you. Yes, you out there, you listeners, everyone who supports this show. You mean the world to us. We love you guys. We wouldn't do this without you. Thank you so much and enjoy the postseason. We'll see you soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to Division II Sports. For all Division II sports news, follow us on social media at division underscore two sports.